And what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to section 431 with your boys Travis and Ryan. And this week it is Thanksgiving, so we're going to be chowing down tomorrow. We're going to get this on out for you guys. We're going to try and get a little earlier, but it may still come out Thanksgiving Day and not Wednesday night. But uh, a lot of games this week to talk about uh, this past week and upcoming. We also have news. We got the Pro Football Hall of Fame voting. We'll be talking about that. Um, also, Pro Bowl voting has, has started. Uh, we'll. I think we're going to cover that one next week. We'll talk more about about that next week. Uh, College basketball has just recently started. We'll probably bring that up at the end. But stay tuned, guys. Thanks for joining. And up first, first game of the week this past week. All right. The Arizona Cardinals visited the Seattle Seahawks. Your thoughts, Travis? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Seahawks are back to their winning ways again. Um, They lost two games straight before this game. And Kyler Murray, you know, he looked good. Uh, Wilson, he looked good too. Um, I didn't really have any standout stats for this game, really. Um, the only injury update I have from this game, which I saw it when it happened, and I know how it feels. I haven't done what he did, but um, Greg Olson actually tore his plantar fasciitis, which is yeah. the band that goes from your toe <laughs> to your heel. Ouch. <laughs> yeah, and I watched Jeez, it when it man. happened, and I'm like, I feel you, dude. I, I know how that feels, because I, I pulled mine, and I was like, oh, nope, that's not a good thing. Yeah, there, there's a lot of injuries. Uh, I noticed it seemed like a few more injuries this week. Uh, of course, yeah. we have some coronavirus stuff we'll talk about later with the with the Ravens or whatever. And um, uh, But this game, I, I kind of noticed it seemed more like a good defensive game. Yeah, um, but man, I really like Kyler Murray. Like trying to win a game, he didn't get it done this week. But I mean, he he was driving down the field, and then he just kind of, they kind of got to uh, I think it was like the twenty twenty five twenty seven somewhere in there. And yeah, they just couldn't. Yeah, everything was incomplete. The Seahawks, to their credit, covered guys. There was probably double triple coverage he had to throw into. Uh, it seemed like each of those passes, and then fourth down came and. Yeah, he he just he probably could have ran with it, but you never know. And the clock was was ticking there, so he ended up getting yeah. sacked on fourth down. Um, there was some interesting stuff in this game. Uh, there was an offensive holding in the end zone, which oh I yeah, remember, I saw that. Yep, yeah. I remember looking live. It was, if I remember correctly, it was it was kind of close. There was they were thinking, yeah, yeah, he may it have happened been out. like yeah, it happened on like the one yard line or the half inch yard line, I believe. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and so I, I look back and I was like, before that, he had the intentional grounding, which put him at the two. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, that drive was just, you know, killed pretty much from the start. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, and he had some plays going, you know, like there were completed passes on those plays, but they got brought back because of penalty and then, you know, the safety because of holding in the end zone. But they yeah. still, they still had a shot at it at the end to take it to overtime once again uh, against Seattle, but. Just wasn't to be this time. He, he couldn't get that uh that D hop Hale Murray going, you know. <laughs> yeah, not this time. But overall, I mean, it was a it ended up being a pretty good game. It was a it was a good defensive game. Twenty eight twenty one final score. Um, but twenty eight was not the the stereotypical twenty eight. They had a safety. They had, I think what two or three field goals in it. Um, yeah. So it was an interesting way to get to twenty eight. But the Seahawks did get it done. I believe yep. that are they the they're second in the division, right? Yeah, I think the Rams are first. 
or either they they might be tied in the division. Yeah, they, yeah, something like that. Double but uh, yeah, they're tied with the Rams there, Seahawks and <laughs> Rams. Yeah. I also just looked this up because I got curious. Um, Chris Carson, he, he looks like he's coming back this week. Yeah, and Carlos Hyde. I wanted to mention him. Um, Seattle, Seattle didn't really have the pass game this time. Um, yeah, but the run game with Carlos Hyde was pretty good, and um, Kyler Murray kind of, kind of carried the Cardinals for the offense um, on the other side. But yeah, so that, that's good though that um, Chris Carson's coming back. So that's I mean Carlos Hyde's good, but Chris Carson is a he's the number one guy there. So yeah, yep, definitely. All right, then next up uh, we have the Eagles traveling to Cleveland, and that <laughs> was a. A rough game. Uh, there was bad weather in that one. I believe it was it was raining pretty good there in that one. Uh, the Browns and Eagles have a little bit of a fun history because Carson Wentz was part of a trade from the Browns to the Eagles, and the Browns got basically nothing. It ended up being from it. Uh, but the Browns <laughs> returned to returned the favor and won twenty two to seventeen. Great run day again from Nick Chubb. He had an awesome run. Uh, he ended up not scoring on it, but an awesome run to get, like, uh, he must have had 40 yards or something like that. Uh, stiff arms everywhere um, late in the game there. And um, it, the Browns look like a good team. The Eagles are, I just don't think they're a good team. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I feel like the Cowboys are the team to win that division now for, at the moment. We'll see how the next couple weeks go, but the Cowboys have the easiest schedule coming up. So yeah, the Eagles definitely need to need to step it up um, in Philadelphia if they want a shot at the playoffs. Yeah, it's one of those things. Um, I had I was gonna mention that earlier. I think the Cowboys are the ones to win the division now. I think. Um, let's see. Yeah, you mentioned Chubb. He had a great game. Ever since he's came back, he's just been killing it, man. Yeah, another hundred yard day uh, was last week. He had a hundred yards, and uh, Cream Hunt had a hundred yards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, and then uh, this week, let me see if I can find the. Uh, he had one fourteen. Yeah, one fourteen for uh, Chubb, eleven for Kareem yeah. Hunt, but Kareem <laughs> got the touchdown. So. Yeah. Uh, and it, the as longest was a fifty-four yard run, so I'm thinking that might have been the, been the run there, and I think Kareem Hunt ended up scoring. <laughs> or but, uh, but yeah, I mean a good good game for Cleveland. Cleveland needed to go in and. That's when you can't lose if you're Cleveland, because um, yeah. believe it or not, they're they're second in their division now. They're probably not going to win their division uh, with the Steelers on top, and the Ravens are right behind them. So, you know, getting that win was you know, was big in a way as they didn't need to lose it. Uh, yeah, because that that would be a bad loss for them. That's a must win in a way that you should win. You know. Yeah, you got to win the games you have to win, and yeah, the other ones just you got to have them go your way. All right, and next up we had the second shutout of the season. Um, the Carolina Panthers shut out the Lions with an XFL mm-hmm. quarterback. So we'll let you talk <laughs> about about your Panthers there. <laughs> well, going in, I was I did not have any faith in it because I was like, oh, we don't have Bridgewater and we don't have McCaffrey, which Bridgewater for this week is going to be a full go. He's going to play. Uh, McCaffrey actually practiced today with his red jersey on, so non-contact still, but he's making the steps. This is uh, week 11, right, I believe? Uh, Yeah, week 12 coming up. This is the week we're in now is week 12. We're talking about week 11. (laughs) Uh, Okay, okay. 
So next week, the Panthers have a bye week. So McCaffrey yeah. isn't going to play this week and then going into the bye and then after the bye, I think he'll be back. Yeah, that, that makes sense for him. And, and it's good timing that they get the bye week this late in the season. Yeah. Like, um, a lot of teams kind of like it to be in the middle. Uh, that's why yeah. more teams have it. But yep. uh, for the Panthers right now, that's that's a good move there because I mean, even if they wanted to, they could give Bridgewater an extra week. You know, let PJ yeah. Walker see how he does mm-hmm. um, against another one. But man, yeah. the Detroit Lions though—you got to feel for them because I mean, they have what the running back go down. Um, yeah, and DeAndre was, Swift. Yeah, he was he, out this week. Yeah, and um, yeah, I didn't think it would be that big of an impact, but it, <laughs> it, it was. was. It yeah. was. Yeah. Plus, the Panthers' defense got to got to Stafford five times. Yeah, dude. Uh, I mean, Brian Burns. Oh, yeah. man. Did, did you watch any of that game on Sunday? Uh, the Panthers' lines? I saw – it seemed like every time I looked, P.J. Walker was throwing an interception in the end zone. <laughs> um, yeah, like, that man, happened twice. <laughs> it, they don't want, what, 34 nothing if, if yeah. he'd have got a touchdown there. You know, but, yeah. Yeah, there's a couple of his throws. I was just like, Why? Yeah. Like one, like one. I think he was throwing it away, and I and he threw an interception. I'm just like, who are you throwing that to? <laughs> yeah. But I mean, but, overall, uh, wasn't a bad game. I mean, his first NFL game. Um, yeah, you know, he had a 52 yard pass in there. Um, mm-hmm. Mike Davis, another solid day for him. Not not a great day, but you know, 64 yards and a touchdown. You know, yeah, solid a solid day. He's not Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, um, yeah. Adrian Peterson, carry on Johnson. That was terrible for running. Yeah, that was not good, man. I the, watched the that. whole team combined for what forty yards rushing. I think. <laughs> I mean, uh, that's insane. I mean, maybe it was the Panthers' defense is really good, but I mean, yeah, that, I don't that's know. pretty bad. I don't know what it was, man. But we did get pressure. It was good to see. Of course, Brian Burns got a sack or two. I don't know. Um, but he's always good, man. Uh, I can't say enough about him. He's just so good. Yeah, and, and he's he's another one. Uh, I think the Titans have a couple guys like that. The rookie year was, you know, kind of eh. You know, they they were still getting their feet wet. And uh, Jeffrey Simmons is one that comes to mind big time for the Titans. Yep. You know, yeah. We, year one didn't really have an impact. Uh, Jarrell Casey was above him, rightfully so. I mean, but. He's he's really come in and he's he's looking at maybe being a Pro Bowl guy. You know, we're going to be talking about Pro Bowl next week. Um, he's one that may get my vote for defensive tackle, not just because I'm a fan, but because you know yeah. he's kind of earned it. I mean, he's he's done really well this year. And Brian Burns is another one that you know week in and week out he's doing he's doing good things uh, with the Panthers. He had, he actually yeah. had two sacks in that game, so it's oh pretty, really pretty big day for him. Yeah, yeah. Um, it seemed like when when this season first started, if he got a sack, it was a strip sack, which yeah. is insane. I think he had three sacks at one point, and all of them were strip sacks. And I'm Jeez. like, what? <laughs> Jeez, man. Uh, yeah, it was, but, but yeah, it was Pan- a good game for the Panthers. Yeah, Panthers, they they needed that. I don't know if they they don't really have a shot at the playoffs. But it's good to get these these guys some um, some reps. Uh, you know, PJ Walker, maybe they keep him. Uh, maybe it's a, a chance for him to shine for other teams, you know, with the Panthers. Yeah. Um, Mike Davis is getting getting touches and doing great things. I mean, it, it's good to see these guys stepping up 
you know, with yeah. injuries. Because some teams out there, man, a couple guys go down, they're, they're done. I mean, yeah. well, we're going to see with the Bengals. It's actually the next game we're going to talk about. Oh, uh, man. Bengals with Joe Burrow, man. That, I don't I don't think the Bengals can win without Joe Burrow. That dude, as a rookie, we're, matter of fact, we're going to transition to the Bengals-Washington. Yeah, let's just do it. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, Burrow going down, man, against Washington of all teams that knows yeah. everything about quarterbacks going down. Uh, he had such a great season going, and you know, hopefully he's able to bounce back next year, uh, come back and get. And Bengals should be able to get a good draft pick out of this. Hopefully, an offensive yeah. lineman. I'm thinking. Yeah. Um, but they went down twenty to nine to Washington. He had he ended up with two hundred yards passing. Uh, Gibson was really good for Washington, and Tyler Boyd was the best receiver of the day with eighty five yards. Yep. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, Washington kind of dominated anyway. I think uh, Chase Young had a great day. He was in the back. Uh, it seemed like every play he had a he forced <laughs> a fumble on um, Joe Burrow at the goal line, which was weird, by the way. I don't know if you saw that, but he he forced the fumble like at the goal line. It was yeah. well, inches before it bounces into the end zone. Guy recovers it for uh, for Washington and looks like he brought it out. And then fumbled again, and it went back in. But apparently, they ruled it never came out of the end zone, so it counts as a touchback and not a safety. Huh? It's like one of those. Like, could you imagine? <laughs> like, you get a fumble, and then you fumble, and then lose. You know, two points basically, or whatever. But, yeah. But yeah, but Chase, yeah. Chase Young, great day. I just wanted to point that out for him. Yeah. But yeah, uh, kind of like you said, man. I don't think they can win without Burrow. And there's talks that he might not even play next year, which is bad for the Bengals. Like, that's not good. Yeah, I mean, like, that, that would be terrible for the Bengals. Yeah. Like, I mean, your rookie quarterback goes down, tears his ACL, MCL, and other knee damage. Yeah. Like, that's the air quote, other knee damage. Yeah. yeah. I want to know what the other knee damage is. Like, right. what? What is it? <laughs> like, jeez, man. But they're not starting Ryan Finley this week. They're starting um, Brandon Allen. I've never heard of that guy. Have you? Uh, I feel like he was with. Was he with Dallas at one point? Oh, I'll look this guy up real quick. Yeah, we're both going to do it. <laughs> Brandon, Brandon Allen. Allen, Oklahoma yep. State, was it? Uh, yeah. Uh, that's Bengals. Okay. Oh, Arkansas. Oh, he was with the Rams before and the Broncos before. I don't know if... Yeah, I've never I, I've heard definitely of seen the name before, though. The University of Arkansas, maybe I saw him there. But that, that seems weird, though, right? Like, they must see something yeah. in him that they didn't see with Finley. Um, yeah. But, you know, they've been doing weird things all over the league. Like, um, like with Jacksonville, now Mike Glennon's going to start. You know, they... They're losing faith that Minshew can even come back and you know be their guy. There, there's fans talking about uh, they need to draft uh, Lawrence for quarterback. Yeah. I'm like, man, you got Minshew. Luton had some good plays. I mean, he's not. I don't think he's the guy. Yeah. But Minshew seems like he could be your guy if you just you know kind of build around him. Mm-hmm. That's what they need to do. They need to be to build around Minshew, but. Teams these days jump off the quarterback train so quick. Hey, man. <laughs> like, Haskins, look what happened to him. Yep. 
Josh Rosen is a prime example. Oh, yeah. I mean, and, you know, he may not be a great quarterback, but Arizona was the worst place for that type of quarterback to succeed. He goes to Miami. Miami, honestly, is worse. (laughs) And both of those two teams now have Kyler Murray and Tua, guys that can run, that are, you know, flexible. They can run when their offensive line doesn't block too well. (laughs) You put Josh Rosen, let's say, one, one that I've kind of said for Rosen would be like the Steelers. It's a great yeah. offensive line, great players around him. Uh, ben Roethlisberger's coming to the end of his career. Josh Rosen in, in Pittsburgh, I, it, it could be a, worth a look at least. You know, give him, yeah. a, bring him in, see what he can do. Um, but teams like that are the ones I think that need to bring him in. Not, you know, not teams that. Uh, you know, I think actually I think he's with Tampa now, right, on the practice yeah. squad or something. Yeah, I was about to say, I think he's in Tampa now, so I think that's a good place for him to be. Yeah, so it, it may work there. Um, you know, their offensive line's pretty good, and they have some weapons while Brady's there. When Brady leaves, retires, yeah, I don't know what, what they're going to look like. but Yeah. Uh, but I, that's one guy I would like to see get a get a fair shake at it. I mean, he, he seems like a good, in college he was a great quarterback, but he just yeah. never really got a shot, you know. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I agree. I, I would like to see him see what he could do. Yeah, and, and you know, there's other guys too that you know, maybe if they'd have been at the right place, you know, it worked out. But then, yeah, the idea with your number one pick is that he's going to take over no matter what you have going on, and that's what yeah. Burrow could be. But they still could help him out, you know. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, the Bengals lost that one, and I, I really, I looked at their schedule before, and I don't think they have any. Any games that I really feel confident that they can get it done without him. Yeah, uh, yeah. Hopefully Brandon well, Allen comes in and you know maybe he shows out for him. Yeah, I mean without Burrow, I it's going to be rough for them. And Mixon think, too. Yeah, yeah. Mixon's on IR now. Yeah. And I was like, what the heck, man? What's happened to the Bengals now? <laughs> yeah. So I, I think it's tank season now. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. let's prepare for next year. I just, I just hope they don't jump off his train, and you know, I, I don't some, see that unless he's unless he can't come back. Yeah, I think he, I think he'll come back yeah. easily. <laughs> easily, yeah. It's just well, well, just no, knee he... damage. And... <laughs> oh man! Uh, but next up, we had my Tennessee Titans take on the Ravens, and what has become once again it's kind of a on again, off again rivalry between the two. Uh, but these past couple years, man, Titans Ravens, uh, that's a rivalry again. Um, mm-hmm. Started off with some um, some a little unsportsmanlike stuff at the beginning by by the Titans. I was something I'm not used to seeing with them, but uh, they <laughs> did it. And then after the game, like um, it was kind of brought up, like the coaches were really the ones that went at the Titans players. Like yeah. the players on the Ravens side weren't standing up, you know, against the Titans. So yeah. it's like right off the bat, man, we, you know, the Titans see, like, look, you guys don't even really care to come and talk with us, you know? Yeah. And, um, and then after the game, they're, they're, I mean, there's multiple news stories about um, how their their reaction, it's kind of a bad uh, post-game reaction to say, look, they just came out with more and they wanted it more than us. You, I don't think that's a good thing to say, but Titans. Yeah. Definitely, I agree. They had more heart in this game, especially with uh, the AJ Brown catch and run. 
<laughs> Holy cow. He ticked me off in the first half with like three drop passes, I think. But second half, I don't think he dropped a single pass. And he kept breaking tackles, and that one was huge. It was like third and ten. Um, and then he drug two or three guys from the ten-yard line in to the end zone. <laughs> Great go-ahead touchdown. And then, of course, we let him tie it up. And then overtime, Derrick Henry with the uh, big run, the 40, mm-hmm. 40-some-yard run. Great game. Um, great rivalry, I think, they have going. Um, yep. I think it's going to be a good one for a while, especially with Lamar Jackson on the other side. Derrick Henry yeah. is locked in um, and Tannehill for a few more years, too. So we kind of have our core. But one sad thing, Jayon Brown is on the injured reserve, probably not coming back, and I'm not happy about that. Isn't that uh, their backup running back? Uh, Jayon Brown, he's the uh, linebacker, one of the linebackers, which okay. our linebacking okay. core is is awesome. Rashawn Evans, Jayon Brown, uh, the really good ones, Harold Landry. Uh, we also yeah. lost uh, Jadavian Clowney for a little bit. I don't know when he's going to be able to come back. Uh, offensive line, uh, another one went down. I can't say his name. It's like Sabrio, Ty Sabrio, I think. Probably <laughs> not how you say it, but he's out for a little bit. So it's just next man up in Tennessee, you know. And it, yeah, but it's still a fun team to watch. We had Corey Davis, hundred yards receiving. Derrick Henry, hundred thirty-three yards receiving. Tannehill, two fifty-nine. The better team won in Baltimore. <laughs> <laughs> I had um. For, for the Ravens, I had Des Bryant had 28 yards, so they kind of used him this to this game. And uh, Mark Andrews, he's one of the top tight ends in the league that nobody really talks about. Yeah, he's like, well, this week he was the guy. Titans need to cover yeah. a tight end. Um, <laughs> and J.K. Dobbins, I do want to give some credit to him. They could have handed that, that guy the ball every down, and I think the Ravens would have won. That dude is a stud. He only got 70 yards, but he had 15 touches. I mean, that was basically the same average as, as Derrick Henry. Yeah. And he, he yeah. runs so well. Like, he doesn't give up on plays. I, I actually like J.K. Dobbins. I, I think he's going to be a great back um, in the league. And this was, I think, the first time Mark Ingram's come in as a substitute in a game. Um, yeah. So that, And that was a good, good day for J.K. Dobbins. He's had, like, two starting days, basically. Um, so that's a good sign for the Ravens. Uh, J.K. Dobbins, great player for him. Oh, definitely. I agree. Uh, and then next, uh, Falcons at the Taysom Hill Saints. Oh, man. Taysom Hill was able to be a tight end on my fantasy team in the ESPN League. <laughs> so <laughs> I got like 24 points at the tight end spot. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, it was, it was a game. I, Taysom Hill, I don't. I really thought Jameis Winston at least deserved to have a shot. Yeah. 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 But they've said before Taysom Hill's their backup quarterback. So, you know, I guess you got to go with who your guy is, you know? Yeah. Um, That was a pretty easy game though. It seemed like uh, for the saints kind of surprising because the Falcons usually put up some points, at least saints defense showed up. Yeah. Uh, Kamara, he didn't have a big game. He, like I, I thought he, I don't know. I kind of figured he wouldn't. I kind of figured he would calm down, which Breeze went out, which, I mean, it kind of showed because it's what he already have like 33 yards and one touchdown. Yeah, Taysom Hill was the leading rusher. 
yeah. 51 yards. Uh, he had, uh, let's see, 45 yards for Kamara, 49 yards for Murray, 51 for Taysom Hill. So it was it was split. You know, it's you know, yeah, um, yeah. But it's just it's just like Kamara didn't really step up to be like an MVP type player. You know? Yeah, I mean, he didn't really take over like like he should have. Yeah. Um, Murray actually, he Kamara didn't have a single receiving yard. He had one target, no catch. Um, Murray Dang. actually had two catches for thirty-six yards. Oh, wow. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't know. He just seemed like a normal player this week. He didn't really <laughs> seem like. <laughs> yeah, it's like you're spoiled with him being a stud for him, and then now it's a different quarterback. Yeah. 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 But Michael Thomas had a hundred and four receiving yards, so he seems to be back and healthy. Yeah, he had some he had some drops, which there were a lot of drops around the league. I I watch um, Red Zone on on Sundays, which is great. Shout out Red Zone because um, <laughs> you get to watch all the games around the league. It's great, great, and all that. They're not paying us. <laughs> Please pay us. <laughs> but uh, it, yeah, it's and, you know my Titans weren't on TV here, so I was able to watch them uh, on that. And then they finally put them on when the Panthers game got got over. Yeah. Um, but I was able to watch all the games, and man, it seemed like every game they went to, there was a drop pass. And yeah, in, in Michael Thomas's case, I mean, it's Taysom Hill throwing, and Taysom Hill was throwing <laughs> rockets for like okay. short distances. Like you could just put some touch on it, bud. But uh, yeah, he rocketed it two or three times at uh, Kamara. I think had a drop one time, which was probably better. He dropped it, um, and then Michael Thomas had a couple, and I was. I was like, man, it's gonna be tough if they keep it up. But Saints, <laughs> Saints were we were pretty stout. Defense was really great uh, against the Falcons, which Falcons are a team that usually put up points. Yeah, um, and they yep. only held them to nine. So <laughs> crazy. Um, and then next up, we have the Steelers at the Jaguars, and that was just terrible. I, I thought the Jaguars <laughs> would put up a fight. It was just terrible. Um, yeah, kind of like you said earlier, Mike Glennon starting this week, and uh, it was pretty bad, man. Yeah. Like, but we expected that result, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I knew they'd win, but the Jaguars just had a pretty good game up in Green Bay. Yeah, you know, and I guess maybe they got a little too high on themselves, and uh, you know, and, and the Steelers <laughs> are a different team too. But um, yeah, Claypool had a really good day for them. Uh, Thirty-one yard pass for a touchdown. He has a, I believe he's at least averaging a touchdown in every game as a rookie. Yeah, didn't he have like 10 touchdowns or something? How yeah, many does he have this I year? I think it's 10 in 10 games, too. Good lord. Um, yeah, so he was, he did well. Juju, I don't think, did much. Uh, Deontay Johnson actually was the stud. 12 yeah. catches, 111 yards. Uh, he had a 23 yarder, no touchdown, though. Uh, Claypool yeah. and Ebron had touchdowns. Uh, Juju's still not really doing much, and it was his birthday uh, this week. <laughs> uh, but 19 yards receiving, uh, nothing really, nothing really special there um, for his birthday. He did get to blow out a candle on a touchdown celebration, I think. But <laughs> yeah, it was Deontay Johnson was the the guy in receiving. Yeah. James Conner had a decent day. Roethlisberger had kind of a, I guess, an average day. It wasn't really. He, he was under 300 yards. Um, yeah. I'm sure you know defense was was pretty good in that one. Jaguars couldn't really move it down the field. Um, yeah, I mean it's the Steelers; they're undefeated for a reason. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 
Yeah, but uh, honestly, who can say they expected the Steelers to go undefeated this long? I, you know what? I don't. I'm trying to remember their schedule. There's a good chance that they could finish the season undefeated. Really? Um, I'm gonna look at their schedule real quick because right. they have. Well, they have a bye week. Um, oh no, they don't have a bye week this week. They. I don't think they canceled the Thanksgiving game. They have, no, they, they moved it to Sunday. It, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Pro Football Reference has it as a bye week now. <laughs> um, but, yeah, they'll have the Ravens on Sunday, not on Thanksgiving. Um, then they have Washington. Buffalo could be a tough one. But then yep. they have Cincinnati, which oh. should be an easy one. And then uh, Indianapolis could be a tough one. They're, they've been a really good team. Hopefully yep. not this week. And <laughs> the last week of the season, the Browns, which is a, a decent team. Uh, yeah. But, I, I mean, there's a good chance, though. Steelers yeah, could they could go. Undefeated. Yeah, they could go. They could do it. It's, it's crazy. Play. But <laughs> they, it's still, it's kind of funny to me that uh, NFL.com, the power rankings, doesn't even have the Steelers as number one. Yeah, they put the Chiefs every time I see it. <laughs> and I'm just like, really? Like, Which, uh, to be fair, the Chiefs, I feel like they are... I feel like they are the better team, uh, definitely yeah. offense. Um, yeah. But, you know, because the Steelers have had quite a few that were, were close, but the Chiefs have kind of had some close. Um, I think it's just they overlook the Steelers' defense. Steelers' defense is better than the Chiefs' defense. Yeah. And um, But, I mean, the Chiefs' offense is just – I mean, that's number one. <laughs> There's no offense, I don't think, that really competes with the Chiefs uh, right now. Yeah, sure. Um, but defensive-wise, I mean, it, it would be interesting seeing the Steelers' defense against the Chiefs' offense, uh, seeing who comes out on top there. But may have to wait till the AFC Championship for that one. Yeah, right. Uh, but next up, we had uh, Texans ho- hosting the Patriots, and Texans won that one. I don't, I don't remember who we picked last week, but I feel like I picked the Texans. Yeah, you picked Texans. I picked the Patriots for that one. So I got one. <laughs> but, uh, it, it was a big passing game, man. Uh, Cam was 365 and Watson was 334 yards. So that's a big day for both of them. And Demir Bird had 132 yards. <laughs> yeah, I mean, crazy, dude. Um, yeah, he, he kind of followed Cam from the Panthers to the Patriots. Yeah. That's kind of funny. And, well, in Texans on the Texan side, they had three receivers with 80 plus yards: uh, Cooks, Aikens, and Fuller. So I mean, Deshaun Watson, he must have been able to just pick and choose whoever he wanted to throw to. Yeah, uh, and that's how that's how they got all their yards and points there. Uh, but the touchdowns actually was from Kiki Cootie, or however you say his name, and Randall Cobb. Like <laughs> they they totaled 17 yards, but they got two touchdowns. What the heck? It's, it's crazy. Football, everyone. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, but that, that was a pretty good game. I, it wasn't the best one of the week. Um, there weren't any turnovers. Um, so yeah. it was a pretty clean game. Uh, there was two sacks by the Patriots. Uh, Houston didn't get any sacks there. Yards were pretty even. Uh, New England edged them out by 36 yards on that. Penalties, it looks like penalties killed uh, killed New England a little bit. Uh, they had 20 more penalty yards than Houston. Dang. So, I mean, it was a pretty good game. I, you know, it's it's New England and Houston. They're kind of, eh, you know, like Houston needed yeah. to at least have something, and New England, 
they actually were kind of in it. Um, it may be to get in the playoffs, but it, it would be a stretch. Now it's kind of like a win it out and yeah. you know, hope. Uh, but Texans now are three and seven, Patriots four and six. So you kind of expect it to be a close game there. Yep. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, next up, the four Jets lost again, but the Chargers were able to finish off a game and win it. They yeah, beat, the Chargers it, beat the Jets thirty-four twenty-eight. It was a good game. Uh, Justin Herbert three sixty-six for three touchdowns. Uh, I think he's now he has to be the favorite for the rookie of the year with Burrow going down. Sadly, yeah, for sure he's the guy. I think honestly he had an argument, you know, before except for yeah know, Burrow. I think had him edged out on numbers, uh, but it could be a running back yeah. or wide receiver this year too for rookie of the yeah, year. Yeah, it could be. Um, Keenan Allen one forty five receiving yards, pretty good day, very good day. <laughs> yeah. Um, that first half was insane, and then the Jets slowly came back there at the end and just didn't have enough there at the end. Yeah, the Jets, man, I think it was Frank Gore came out. He's like, man, I can't finish my career going 0-16, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, they're, I don't feel that the Jets are really bad as they are, like as far as record. Like, because they're in games. You saw it in that one. They lost by six. They lost the Patriots game. It was a close one. <laughs> um, you know, so they're they're right in there in in some of these games, but you know they just don't have enough, you know, to to finish it off to to get it done. And actually, they did they won by um, six, but there was a safety right at the end of the game. I forgot to mention that. Dang. Um, they just uh, they just kind of ran it out, running the clock out. They just let the safety happen. Yeah. Um, so yeah. it would have been a thirty-four to twenty-six score, which is a interesting score <laughs> that it could have been. <laughs> Yeah, right. Um, um, I mean, overall, it's good that the, the actually the line was ten points. Um, so if you bet the line for the Chargers, you lost on that one. But uh, yeah, it's pretty good effort, I guess. The Chargers is good that they got the win because they they need to put wins together for uh, for Herbert and that team just to build confidence for uh, the future coming coming yeah. next year. And the good thing is for both of these teams, it looks like they're going to get some of the good players back. Uh, Sam Darnold is back practicing for the Jets, and also Austin Eckler is back for the Chargers. Yeah, that's huge for the Chargers. Uh, yeah, Joshua Kelly's done okay there, but Austin Eckler is a is a top running back. You know, from yeah. what we've seen the past couple of years, definitely. Uh, so yeah, that that's good to see him back, and and Sam Darnold will just kind of hope that that does something for the Jets um, that they can get at least get at least a couple wins this year, man. Yeah, um, make it interesting for who's going to get Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> you're right. Have it like a four-way tie. <laughs> oh man, but um, which and Trevor Lawrence, he can actually stay if he wants to stay yeah, in school. Yeah. Which they've talked about because if it's the Jets, he wants to stay in school. I'm like, that's messed up. <laughs> <laughs> um, then next up we had the Dolphins going into Denver, and Denver got it done. Ended the um streak by the Dolphins. Um, yeah, well, I think they they still had the streak going, right? Yeah, yep. It was um, I think six straight wins. Yeah, I mean it. They had a good run going. Um, well, no, I think it was five. Yeah, it was five wins in a row. Okay, okay. Um, but yeah, Denver got it done. Um, it looking at the box score, I mean there was three points scored in the fourth. You know the Broncos <laughs> went into the fourth up ten, won it by seven. 
it was, you know, just kind of Jason Sanders was the best player for the Dolphins, it looks like, by the stats. <laughs> they didn't really do much, and I, I think maybe it's the mile high. You know, they, they used to say it would be like a, the altitude factor. Yeah. Maybe that had something to do with it. Uh, Tua actually came out of the game, and Fitzpatrick finished it. Yeah. Fitzpatrick did Tua better than hurt. Tua. Yeah, Tua did get dinged up a little bit. Um, Fitzpatrick did throw an interception. He got Tua. Tua got sacked six times. That's what happened. Yeah, yeah, you're right there. Like, jeez, man. I'll tell you one thing. It seems like offensive lines are trying to get their rookie quarterbacks killed this year. Well, see, like these guys that these teams that have the first, the top picks. You know, maybe we should start using those on offensive linemen. <laughs> <laughs> before something. quarterback yeah. yeah like you know this year let's get the offensive lineman have a have a c quarterback and see how we do and then next year if we're still bad we'll get the top quarterback yeah but uh yeah i don't, I don't know if I, as far as being a card collector um i think i like quarterbacks being at the top <laughs> but we want them to be healthy for you know many years yeah oh man but Drew Locke had a decent day, I'll say. I mean, he has 270 yards, an interception. He had a 61-yard pass. Did, yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember that one, actually. He was trying to throw the ball away. Like, just do that whole throw it as hard as you can down the field. Yeah. Oh, Never yeah. The yeah. guy didn't catch it. Yeah. <laughs> that was, that was at the pass. very end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it was over. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I mean. Good job for the Broncos, <laughs> but uh, that, that does suck for the Dolphins. They need to turn it back around, get back in their winning yeah. ways if they want a playoff shot. Yep, definitely. Uh, next up, we have the Cowboys at the Vikings, where the Cowboys got it done. And Kirk Cousins, I was comparing his um, games for the whole season. That was Kirk Cousins' best game of the season, and they lost 31-28. <laughs> like, I mean, he had 314 yards. He didn't throw an interception, I don't think, at all in that game. Yeah. Um, great great day for him, but, you know, the team still lost. So. Yeah. I think I messaged you this on Sunday that Henry was the first to 1,000 yards, and then Dalvin Cook is actually the second to 1,000 yards rushing. rushing. Yep, Derrick Henry leads the league by, like, 10 <laughs> yards, I think. Yeah, it's close. It, it's crazy how, how both of those guys are doing. And then – we're going to talk about, I think, we haven't gotten to the Buccaneers yet. I'm kind of running through them. Yeah, we haven't gotten to the Buccaneers yet. Because I'm going <laughs> to fuss at them for not putting in Ronald Jones more than daggone Leonard Fournette. Because he should be, I think he dropped from third to fifth, uh, Ronald Jones did, on rushing yards. He got like 20 rushing yards this week. Good Lord. But anyway, Cowboys-Vikings, there was a great catch. There was a couple great catches. Oh, my this Lord. Week. CD Lamb, yeah, CD Lamb. Oh my goodness! On the anniversary of the Odell Beckham catch, which, by the way, (laughs) if you don't remember, the Giants lost to the Cowboys in that game. But anyway, uh, great catch by CD Lamb, moving his whole body, man, like twisting around to catch it. And then uh, the other one was Adam Thielen catching. I think he got it one-handed in the back of the end zone. It's like, dang, dude. Uh, But good game. But Cowboys got to win. Cowboys looking like the favorites for the division now. Yeah, um, I I have down that uh, I think the Cowboys can compete with Andy Dalton because he had 203 yards and three touchdowns, and if they get Zeke going like they did this week, yeah, they can sure. compete. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, their offensive line's kind of been the story. Um, I think they moved Zach Martin from guard to tackle. 
And it looks like that worked out. I mean, I, I have to look at the stats for uh, for the rushing stats and everything, but Zeke had 103. Yeah, so I mean, good move, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and of course, th- this week coming up, they're gonna be playing Washington. But I kind of want to mention their schedule coming up because this is why I think they're the division favorite. They play Washington this week. They're probably going to take a loss the next week uh, with Baltimore. Uh, back-to-back Thursday night games. And then Dang. then they get uh, Cincinnati, San Francisco, Philadelphia, and New York Giants. I think they could win all four of those last those last four. And yeah. Washington, they, Washington could be a tough one um, because Washington's really been playing, I'd say, pretty well here lately. they got a good run game. Um, but I still think you got to go with Dallas in that one. And then the Ravens is probably the only one they could, that I say for sure. Uh, Ravens should definitely beat the Cowboys. But you look at that 5-1 yeah. and one in the next next few games, that'll give them maybe what? Let's see, that's 8-6. Eight and 8-8. Eight and eight. Yeah, 8-8 eight and eight record. And, then, you know, that's actually a legitimate playoff record. Yeah, so, I can see it. I can see it happen. Uh, Dalvin Cook also had uh, 115 yards this week, so it was a good rushing week for both of them. Yeah, it's it was a good game, man. Um, real tight, uh, came down to the down to the end, really. Um, Dalton Schultz with a touchdown. The last score was with a minute 37 left. Uh, yeah, Tony Pollard had a pretty good day. He got a touchdown, 42 yard run for a touchdown. And uh, then C.D. Lamb got a two-point conversion run. That was a pretty good play uh, on there for the two-pointer. Great, great game, really, though. I mean, Andy Dalton, his rating, if you believe in ratings, his rating was 104. Kirk Cousins was 140.1. <laughs> good Lord. I mean, like I said, that was I don't think that was his best rating of the year. I think the other, he had one other game that uh, was better. But he had less yards, and he had more. I think he had an interception in that one. So it was his yeah. best game of the season, and they couldn't get it done to get the win for him. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, but next up, we have Packers at Colts. And I'm really yeah. hoping that the Colts are all high on themselves and get humbled this week. Because <laughs> that was that was a good game, uh, Colts yeah, and Packers. Yeah, it was. Uh, went to overtime. Colts, Colts got it done with the... They got a turnover, I think, in overtime. They lost the coin flip, got the yeah. takeaway, and then got a field goal to win it. Um, the Colts are a pretty, pretty good team. I think the Packers are, you're kind of seeing now they're they're not bad, but they're you know I mean they're still a good team, but they're a little overrated. They're not. Yeah. I don't think they're top five. Yeah, I think they need a little bit more. You know what I mean? They need just something else. Well, clearly but, they need some defense in Green Bay. Yeah, yeah, you're um, right there. They they have offense. I mean, you got Rodgers, you got Adams, you got Aaron Jones, which uh, he didn't actually lead the rushing uh, this week, so I might have to look at his stats. But uh, they also had MVS has been really coming on. Uh, Valdez Scantling there. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, they have offense. Weird. They have offense. I think it's defense for uh, for Green Bay. That's the problem. Yeah. I think it was last year. I think they were close to, to the lead and leading the league in sacks. I think it was. Like, if they get back to that, that'll help. <laughs> yeah. But they need to figure it out. I don't know, on defense. Their offense is good enough to win them games. They just got to, you yeah, know. Because a lot of these guys are just looking at the names. I mean, they're guys they've had 
you know, for a while. Like they're the normal guys. Uh, I'm not sure. I don't really keep up with the Packers as well as I you know, probably should to be doing a podcast on this stuff. But <laughs> um, they, you know, they seem they have good linebackers. Um, the defensive line, yeah, looks looks okay. Um, they did get what at least one sack. And they got one sack in this game. Um, maybe it's coverage. Maybe you know, I, I'm not really sure on that. Um, but the Colts were the favorite in this game. Actually, the Vegas line was a point and a half, and they they met that with three. Um, yeah. So I mean, it, it was a good game though. I, I, yeah. It just kind of lacked on the defense side. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm just kind of looking at the stats from last year. Uh, Zadarius Smith and Preston Smith for the Packers had a combined total of 25 and a half sacks between the two. Yeah. So if they can get back to that, I think it'll help the defense a lot. And they have arguably one of the best line, I mean, uh, cornerbacks in the NFL, Jerry Alexander. Yeah. So it's, I guess uh, you just got to get it playing. It's, it's, it's something, man. Because the Colts... The Colts have some offense. I'm not going to knock them completely. But yeah. The Colts are known for their defense. And um, yeah. to get give up that many points, um, they gave up a – no, they didn't give up too, many, too much yards, I wouldn't say. I mean, 288 to Rivers, uh, 90 to Jonathan Taylor, who finally played. Uh, they finally used Jonathan Taylor uh, more. <laughs> I think Naheem, Naheem Hines had six attempts for two yards. So they were still feeding him to go – a third a yard per carry. Yeah, right. But Jonathan Taylor, uh, he was one. I think it was this week or last week. Seemed like every time he carried it, they ca- they had a holding penalty on it. Uh, I think yeah. it was this week. Yeah. Oh my god. Don't. Uh, yeah, the holding penalties at the yeah. end of that game. Good lord. I think one drive it was they ran the ball holding, and then they had it like second and like thirty, and I'm sitting here like, good lord. It was like four straight holding penalties back to back to back, and I'm like, good god, guys, come on. It's like, man, Jonathan Taylor could have had about two hundred yards rushing if he didn't have yeah. holding penalties. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it seemed like every time it was him running, and I'm like, dang, oh man. Yeah, it was cracking me up there to watch that. It was so funny. Well, hopefully it hits him a little bit this week. <laughs> oh, man, but great game, the Packers-Colts. That was, they had, that was one of the three best games. I would say Titans-Ravens yeah. was, was probably top for me at least. Uh, Cowboys and Vikings was a was a top game. Uh, next up, Chiefs and Raiders <laughs> is another one that kind of fits with that. It was uh, a fun game. <laughs> Chiefs-Raiders, man, uh the end of that game was insane. Like yeah. Patrick Mahomes being able to just go up the field like that, dude. Good lord. What did he go? He went was it ninety four or was it eighty? I forget. Uh let's see. Oh, it doesn't show here. Cause that last drive, he could do whatever he wanted. Yeah. He just all the way down the field, boom, 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 touchdown. And I'm just like, Are you serious? Like then, that easy? Uh, what was it? Kelsey got the game winning touchdown. Yeah, Kelsey wide like one guy in the end zone, and he was like two letters in Las Vegas away <laughs> in the end zone. And I'm like, man, how are you gonna leave Travis Kelsey that wide open? But they did it, and it was I think 28 seconds left. There was nothing really, you know, that they could do yeah. uh, to get yeah. on the field. But it, it was a good game. Uh, a lot of late scoring. Uh, Raiders were winning at half. Um, they both each scored two touchdowns in the fourth quarter. 
Um, you know, it's a good rivalry there, Raiders and Chiefs, and it's good to see that they're both like competitive with each other again because the Chiefs are considered the best offense. The Raiders yeah. were kind of keeping up with them a little bit. Yep, definitely. Um, again, they're using Josh Jacobs right, I believe. Uh, 17 carries. I know I got the yards wrong. I don't know why I didn't type the other part of this yards, but I got five yards. I know that's not right. <laughs> uh, let's see. How many yeah, yards did you get? I think probably 50-something because – Yeah. Uh, let me see. Rushing, rushing. 50, 55 yards rushing and a touchdown for Jacobs. Yep, um, there it is. Everett Hilaire had, had 69 yards on 14 carries, two touchdowns for the yeah. uh, Chiefs. Um, he's he's one looking at rookie of the year, man. I don't think yeah. he'll get it, but he's having a great year. He is, uh, man. He is. But yeah, Jacobs. Uh, it's it's good to see. Like, I like when they have. I like having multiple running backs. You know, have multiple pieces. When you got that guy though, and they feed him right. Yep. You know that's that's good to see. Definitely. Uh, Kelsey had one twenty seven. And that touchdown, like we talked about, and Tyreek Hill had a bunch of catches for 102 yards. Yeah, man, Mahomes—he has so many weapons in Kansas City. And it's a great so offensive line, watch. man. It's it's like the Harlem Globetrotters out there sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> and you know what's crazy? They don't even have their full offensive line. Duvernay Tardy, for whatever his name is, he's off saving lives. Oh yeah, that's right. He uh, was he he was one that uh. Backed out because of COVID, right? Yeah, he backed out for, and he he's he's a doctor, yeah. so he he's got his doctor. He's out there saving lives with COVID. Like what? Yeah, the Chiefs don't <laughs> really need him, so that's cool. That he's able yeah. to uh, to do to do that with his time there. Still uh, pretty crazy because I bet you he gets a ring if the, if they win the Super Bowl this year. Oh, he should, I think, because um, yeah, he he was on the like. Well, I don't know if he was not on opening days. He'll probably get it though. I mean, yeah, how are they definitely. not going to be like, nah, you you left us to save the world. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm not going to give you a ring. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Chiefs once again looking like the the best offense. Uh, great, great week for them. Great week for the Raiders though. You know yeah. they're up there with the Chiefs. Um, they just couldn't close it out at the end. Couldn't keep them out of the end zone. But I mean, this is the Chiefs. You know, the number one team on offense. So. Uh, yeah, they win again. They still only have one loss on the season, and that was the Raiders. So um, <laughs> they they split the series this year. So good job for the Raiders, and I think the Raiders have a shot at the playoffs. They're six and four. They're right on that edge of maybe getting in, maybe being out. So yeah, um, I kind of have to watch them as the season goes forward. But they they do seem like a playoff team. Um, oh yeah. Last we had Monday night. I, I didn't like this game. Rams and Bucks. I, it was a good defensive game, and the Rams offense. Jared Goff three hundred seventy six yards, but they only got twenty seven points. So, yeah, I mean, it was good. Good defense. Um, you know, close, keeping them out of the end zone kind of defense. But uh, Tom Brady looked bad in this one. Yeah, he's had a couple games this year where he hasn't looked good at all, man. Yeah. <laughs> and and but, then uh, the whole the whole business where he didn't shake his hand after the game didn't shake jared goff's hand and yeah, I, he's I noticed that. it live where like he was just walking off i was like he's done done this again man yeah he's done that a couple times this year yeah but at least before i think like uh nick Foles, he didn't do it that was a guy that he beat in the I mean, that beat him in the super bowl so i yeah. understand i guess in a weird way 
and the other <laughs> one I think was another Super Bowl thing. But this one, dude, you beat Jared Goff in the Super Bowl, and you won't shake the man's hand, you know? Right. But and uh, did you see how many catches Woods and Cup had? Good lord, a man! Ridiculous amount. <laughs> like my like goodness. Every- Every throw, it seemed to be Cup or Woods. And Cup had 145 and Woods had 130. Yeah, they combined for 23 catches and 275 yards. (laughs) That's insane, man. But the Patriots are using Antonio Brown a lot, too. Have you noticed that? The the Bucks. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, sorry. Who did I say? The Patriots. (laughs) Oh, there it is. (laughs) Uh, Then I want to... I got to hammer the daggone bucks. Ronald Jones, feed him. All right, he had 10 attempts for 24 yards. If you gave him 10 more, I guarantee it would have been more than 24 yards. Oh, definitely. Like, they, I think they, they need to kind of give up on the Fournette type thing that they're trying to do. He's yeah. not good. And see, like, he got a touchdown, but it was, like, point-blank range, if I can, if I can remember right. He had a six, six yards as long as he ran. He had yeah. 17 yards on the day. <laughs> um, you know, it's just, and then then they passed to him. He got four targets in the pass game, caught one for nine yards. Like, what's yeah, the point? Ronald Jones can do way more than that if you give him the ball. Yeah, I agree. It's it's, it's just crazy, man. I don't know. I don't know what they're doing down there in Tampa Bay. But it's like, um, you know, like last week I think, or last game they had, last couple games they they give it to Jones, and he had yeah. he had the ninety nine uh, ninety ninety eight yard run. And um, you're just like, man, he should be your – he's your guy. Like, go with him. You know, yeah. I, I get Fournette maybe in short short distance or something like that. Uh, that's how he could probably get touchdowns at the goal line. But I'm missing out by not feeding Ronald Jones. Oh, yeah, I agree. 100%. All right, so that's uh, that was last week. A um, few good games. Um, I would say there was probably three or four really good games. Uh, last week and um, looking forward to this week but before we go there we're going to talk a little Pro Football Hall of Fame which is kind of funny I kind of told you a little fib Uh, I said I had a list and my list disappeared so (laughs) oh Oh, so he's picking Joe Montana (laughs) (laughs) Uh, no Find it. Those that don't know, uh, the semifinalist has been uh, has been released uh, earlier this week. Uh, Twenty five semifinalists for the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Uh, we have four new guys. Their first year on the ballot: Jared Allen, Calvin Johnson, Peyton Manning, and Charles Woodson. Uh, they're the four new ones. And then there's, there's some other ones that have been on there a few years. Some that have only been on a couple years. That's you know kind of how it works until they get. I forget how many votes you had to get. I think it's like, um, see, like sixty percent or something of the vote, um, and everybody gets a few votes in there. So whoever gets you know on the list x amount yeah. of times gets in. Uh, yeah. But we're just gonna pick. Uh, we want to pick five, uh, maybe five players that each of us think should get in. Maybe talk about some fringe ones too. <laughs> sure. Um, first one for me. Sorry, I just I just got the list pulled up. <laughs> uh, first one for me, easy, 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 easy pick. Peyton Manning. I thought you were about to be like Sam Mills. <laughs> I mean, Keep yeah. Pounding. No, he's on my list too. I do want Sam Mills to get in because 
I'm yeah. a big Panthers fan. And he did a lot, a lot for the Panthers. I mean, he was a real spark plug for the Panthers. Uh, yeah. But yeah, Peyton Manning. Um, I, I pulled up. They had the Hall of Fame monitor. Go check out Pro Football Reference. Great for you if you're a stat geek. Uh, you like stuff like that. Uh, they have a Hall of Fame monitor um, point system they use. They come kind of combine uh, stats, uh, awards, and different things like that. The average Hall of Famer at the quarterback position has a score of 101. Peyton Manning's <laughs> score is 258. So I think he should be a lock this this year uh, yeah. for the Hall of Fame. First year on the ballot, he sh- he's definitely going to be in there. Yeah. Uh, no doubt there. Um, there's there's a few others that are pretty high on the Hall of Fame monitor, which isn't a guarantee, but I yeah, I have a pretty good shot by that. I mean, I've got I've got a couple I've got jerseys in my closet, like football jerseys that I wear, and I've only got I've got two quarterbacks. One is Michael Vick on the Eagles for some reason I don't know why, <laughs> <laughs> and the other is a Broncos Peyton Manning jersey. I mean, he's by far my favorite quarterback. Wait, you got a Broncos one? I do. <laughs> oh my god, man! He beat your Panthers though. I know. Oh, man. Look, that Super Bowl, I was like torn because I was a huge Peyton Manning fan and I wanted him to go on on top, but I really wanted the Panthers to win. <laughs> yeah, see, well, it's kind of weird as a Titans fan because he was with Colts all those years, but he was also a Tennessee volunteer, which is why yeah. I liked him. And I actually have uh, his autograph on a Tennessee uh, mini helmet, which is pretty dope. Uh, oh yeah, man. But yeah, and then he's with the Colts, a big rival of the of the Titans. Uh, kind of. Well, it really wasn't right at the start of his career though, because they kind of merged the uh, divisions uh, when, the, yeah. when the Titans moved to Nashville. When they added some more teams, he uh, the Colts went from the AFC East to the AFC South. And um, anyway, so that kind of you know created the division rivalry there. But Peyton Manning for sure. Yep. Um, he's a 14-time Pro Bowler, seven-time All-Pro. He's got two uh, Super Bowl rings. Um, you know, lock it down. He should be in the Hall of Fame yeah. uh, this year. Yep. Um, next up, yeah. as far as uh, Hall of Fame monitor, uh, next up is Alan Fanica, which I I kind of remember his game. He's a guard. Um, his score is 139.5. He was a nine-time Pro Bowler, six-time All-Pro. So I, I feel like that's pretty good credentials to get in. Yeah, my you want to know who my my second pick was? Hmm. After I went through it and I actually picked uh Charles uh yeah Charles Woodson. Yeah, that's who I would have said second. That's who I thought was gonna be second. Uh, yeah, as far as the monitor thing. Yeah, but yeah, Charles Woodson definitely deserving. Uh, yeah, great Raider there too. Yeah, and uh, another one for me. I think they should go in together, Peyton and Reggie. Reggie Wayne. Okay, yep. Yeah, got Reggie Wayne up there. He is fifth on my Hall of Fame monitor thing. Uh, <laughs> but oh, he's over the 100, so he's he's in the in the good there. I, he was a really good receiver. I, I think they were both good for each other. Um, yeah, definitely. And, uh, and it's hard to say whether, you know, if it was because of Manning is why Reggie Wayne was so good or if it was because of Reggie Wayne that Peyton Manning was good for the later years. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah. I, I tend to lean towards Peyton Man and made Reggie Wayne better, <laughs> but uh, still, I think he was a, he was a good piece with the uh, with the Colts all those years. Um, so yeah. yeah, I'd say that's a good pick. Um, 
Another one that I, I was kind of thinking, um, you know, we don't usually look at, at the defensive side as much, but Zach Thomas is one that kind of deserves to be in. Um, he's he's five-time yeah. All-Pro, seven-time Pro Bowler, uh, played with the Dolphins, uh, played with the Cowboys a couple years. Um, I, you know, I think that's one they should they should look at. I don't know if he's a guaranteed guy. Yeah. But, um, you know, th- there's really only one. I'd say Charles Woodson's probably in there with a the guarantee. Um, and they're both uh, first year on the ballot. So I think both of them get in for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, Zach there's Thomas is, is one to look at there. Yeah, there was a couple of defensive guys that I thought my last two. Um, well, actually, I got kind of three to four more, kind of. Another one's Jared Allen. Yeah, see, and Jared Allen's one that I feel like we kind of took for granted when he was in the league. Yeah, yeah, um, we did. <laughs> he, he is kind of he's kind of low on this monitor thing. Is he's got a 67, really? 67. 2 uh, but he was a four time All Pro, five time Pro Bowler, and he was with the Vikings. He was with the uh, then he played with the Panthers for like a year or so. Yeah, he um, went to the Super Bowl. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, so yeah, I mean. He he was a really solid guy. He was kind of crazy at times, but he was he was a solid guy in the <laughs> league. And I don't know, man. Maybe he's one of those, you know. According to this, he would be a long shot. But I mean, yeah, I think he could probably get in. Uh, yeah, because I, I remember him playing. But it was you know with the, playing with the Vikings. Like he played he played with the Chiefs too. I think at one point. Yeah. 2004 to 2015. So his last year actually was with the Panthers. Yep. Yep. Um, at the Super Bowl. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and the other uh, defensive guy I had was Rondé Barber. Like he, he was one of the great cornerbacks in the league from '97 to 2012. Like that's a, a long 40, career too. Yeah, for a Yeah, forty plus interceptions and twenty five sacks. The only player in NFL history with that. Um, NFL All Decade Team won Super Bowl. I mean, he's special, man. He's a special yeah. cornerback. It's it's a tough ballot. I don't know. I can't remember yeah, how is. many they have. They get to choose. I know baseball. It's like um, you get ten. Which, by the way, the Hall of Fame list has come out for uh, for baseball too. And you can pick. I think you pick ten out of thirty or really? something that they have on there. Uh, really. But yeah, just football today. But. <laughs> um, yeah, Rondé Barber, great player uh, back in the day. He's kind of um, one of those fringe guys on the monitor thing here. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, it kind of depends on what the voters are looking for. I, I think Rondé Barber should be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Um, one that I think, I don't know, maybe he's a maybe he's a stretch. But I think Calvin Johnson's another um, first-year ballot guy that, I mean, maybe he needed to play a couple more years, but he played with the yeah. Lions, the Detroit Lions for all those years. <laughs> And he was really the only reason to watch the Detroit Lions when he, when he was on the team. Yeah, I mean, he, he's one of those guys I didn't have on my list. I had Hans Ward as well, but Calvin Johnson was kind of right there at it, but not quite in for me. Yeah, you know, see, it's kind of crazy to compare those two. Calvin yeah. Johnson was three-time All-Pro. Hans Ward never was All-Pro. Um, yeah. Calvin Johnson had six Pro Bowls, and Hans Ward had four in, uh, let's see, four more seasons. 
Yeah. I mean, and when Heinz Ward played for the Steelers, which, you know, usually they have a big fan base, they can get in the Pro Bowl more. So it's it's kind of weird. It's hard to compare them. Uh, Yeah. But Drew Pearson, he just got, he's going to be in as a senior. Um, They had two seniors um, to get in the Hall of Fame this year, and Drew Pearson was one of them. And uh, he's actually just above Calvin Johnson on the on the Hall of Fame monitor thing, um, really. Which you know they play in two completely different eras, you know. So it's yeah, kinda, <laughs> that, that's how they kind of balance this out. I think as far as what the yards were like then and stuff like that. Uh, but Hans Ward, I was kind of surprised. I would have thought you know he would be one that would be higher on this list. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if he got in. I mean, really, any of these guys, there's not anybody that I'm just like, oh, well, he's not good. Um, yeah. There's one that has a really low score, and that's T- Steve Tasker. I don't I don't remember him playing. Um, it looks like he's a big long shot to get in. <laughs> um, yeah. But everyone else, I mean, you, you never – it depends on who the voters are and how they, how they vote. They could get in. Um Let's see. Tory Holt's another one that I think should should probably get in. I actually thought yeah. he got in this past year, but it must have been uh, Isaac Bruce, I think, one of the other Rams. Yeah. <laughs> uh, according to this, he's on the. Let me see if he's on the. Yeah, he's still on the ballot. So. Dang. Uh, he must have just missed out. Um, but John Lynch is another one that's on there. Yeah. Uh, Richard Seymour, uh, Patrick Willis. Um, <laughs> that's mean, a that's an interesting one right there. Yeah, pretty pretty good players, man. And Patrick Willis only played seven years, but every year he was a Pro Bowler, and he was five time All Pro. I mean, yeah, he made them years I mean, count. <laughs> yeah, I mean, people compared Kiki to him, which mm-hmm. is crazy. So, yeah, so I mean, it's, it's a lot of good ones in there. Um, the only one to know for sure is Peyton Manning. I, maybe Charles yeah. Woodson. I would say both of them deserve. Uh, yeah. Charles Woodson mostly because they like to put in these uh, the ones that are on TV now. Uh, <laughs> and Charles Woodson's on ESPN, or I think he's on ESPN, one of them, um, all the time talking football. So people, the people see him. Um, they know him more uh, after after his game, too. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, so that's, that's the Hall of Fame. Um, give you give you guys at least some of them that we, we kind of think should be in there our thoughts on that um <laughs> it's it's gonna be fun to watch I'm, I'm really hoping one day i get to see steve mcnair on the list uh eddie george um those guys were you know who i watched when i was a kid and they were you know amazing to me um but you know i mean yeah not everybody can be in the hall of fame if everybody could it wouldn't be you know the hall of fame would be the all of everybody you know yeah you know but um, that'll do it for that. Uh, and then next week we'll have our Pro Bowl picks. We'll probably just kind of pick them on the uh, on the pod here. <laughs> uh, but Thanksgiving starts tomorrow. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody, because I know you're probably hearing this on Thanksgiving. Um, or you're with your family and then Black Friday you're just listening to us while you're waiting to get some deals at a store or something. <laughs> um, but Thursday... Um, Houston takes on Detroit, and Houston is only a three-point favorite in the first Thanksgiving Day game. I wasn't ready. Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> um, <laughs> I wasn't ready. I was pulling it up. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm picking. I mean, Detroit just got shut up by Carolina, so I think the Texans can. 
I think Texans can put up points against Detroit, and I thought I'm picking the Texans on this one. Yeah, I think uh, last time Detroit beat Houston, I think was they 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 have a career. Let's see, what was it? Houston's beaten them three times, once on Thanksgiving, and they've lost to Detroit once. Um, that's really? the first time I think they played them. So, Dang. Yeah, I'm going to go with Houston. I think they keep it going. Uh, Houston, they had a really good week this past week offense, on the offensive side. Um, and if the last game for Detroit is any indication that their offense is not great, um, so Houston's defense should be able to hold them off and score enough to uh, – to beat Detroit. So, yeah, I'm going to go to Houston on that one. Yeah, definitely. Same. Uh, the next up we have at 4.30, Washington, 4.30 Eastern time, Washington at Dallas. Um, so both of the normal Thanksgiving Day games, Detroit and Dallas, uh, the third one has been postponed, uh, Ravens and Steelers. Yeah. Sadly. Uh, <laughs> Dallas is a three-point favorite over Washington um, mm-hmm. as, as well. So I, I'm going to go Dallas. Both the Texas teams get it done on Thanksgiving. Dallas needs to win this one if they want want a shot at the um, division. They, I think they have a pretty good shot to win five of the next, their next six games. Yeah, uh, I don't think they take the Ravens, but the rest of them look like winnable games for Dallas. So this is the start uh, to that against their rival Washington football team. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of right there with you. I think Dallas with Andy Dalton, what he showed last week. Finally, getting kind of in tune with the offense. I think I, th- I think Dallas takes this one. Yeah, it's going to be interesting though. Um, Chase Young, like I said earlier, great day against uh, the Bengals. Bengals offensive line, as we've seen, is it's not great. Uh, so, but Dallas is going to have to make sure they hold him off or or you know game plan um, to make it where he's not as big a factor in the game. But I yeah, think, I think Dallas should have it. I think they're the favorite for a reason. And they should take care of Washington. Yep. Um, I think sun, Sunday games. Tennessee at Indianapolis. Indianapolis is three-point favorites. And oh. I think rightfully so. I think the Colts, they beat them earlier uh, two weeks ago. Um, Colts just beat uh, was it Green Bay in overtime. Both teams yep. are coming off overtime games. Um, I got to go Titans because um, they're my team. <laughs> But it's, I just really hope it's a good game, better than last time. We don't want any punting miscues, blocks, shanks, all that stuff. Uh, just a good good game. Each each side play their game, and may the best man win, you know? I think yeah. it should be a good game there. Yeah, I, I'm kind of going with you. The Colts got it last time, but I think the Titans are going to get it this time. Hey. Should be a good game to watch, though. <laughs> I'm picking your Panthers now, man. <laughs> oh, man. Next up, Arizona at New England. Uh, Arizona's two-and-a-half-point favorite. I'm going to go Arizona. Uh, yep, same. I'm picking Arizona because I think the Patriots are just not good. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're sinking. And uh, Arizona, I mean, like, like we talked about earlier, Kyler Murray is just – I think he just needs to play how he plays the whole game. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. it's just fun to watch, and I, I think they have they have a good team there in uh, Arizona. And I also want to mention the uh, Tennessee game is actually in Indianapolis, I believe. So I was thinking it was going to be weather in that, but they're going to be indoors, so all good. There you go. <laughs> but uh, but yes, yeah, so Arizona, New England, Arizona should win that one. If they don't, that's a problem for their season uh, because yeah, they're six and four now, I believe, right? So they lose, uh-huh. and they're going to be two out. 
of the yeah. lead. So. Yeah, they need to win this to kind of stay in touch. Yeah. And then next we have Chargers at Buffalo. Buffalo is five and a half point favorite. Ah, I really wow. want the Chargers to win. Um, right. Because <laughs> I feel for them. Because, man, Justin Herbert's, you know, balling out out there. And they're, they're right there in games. Uh, Buffalo's a great team. And, yeah, they pro- they're they they're the favorite. But I- I'm going to go underdog and say Chargers get it done. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of like you. I hope the Chargers can win it. Um, uh, you're kind of swaying me here. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I'm gonna go Bills though. I gotta yeah. go Bills. I, gotta I don't go. blame you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next up, Vegas at Atlanta. Vegas is three point favorite. Based on last week, Vegas should win this one. Um, I think yeah. they, they did have some Corona issues. But yeah, I think they fixed that before the last game uh, for the most part. Yeah, uh, it's always something to watch this year. You know, guys going down due to you know injuries, due to COVID, due to all different kinds of things. But I think Vegas favorite for a reason. They they should win that one. Yep, I'm picking Vegas too. I just think Atlanta's. I don't know if he's they're the bottom of the NFC South, but I think they're you know yeah, they I could be they, better. they probably are because I think the Panthers are. I mean, they're not far from the Panthers, but I think the Panthers are above them. Yeah, um, I, think, I think the Panthers are a little bit better than the Falcons, too. Yeah, right now. I mean, the defense is the big thing with the Panthers. And offense, I mean, Teddy Bridgewater's been doing great. Robbie Anderson was, what, uh, lead one of the top five receivers as far as yards. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Moore has been, been a stud. Yeah, d- it, at, one point in the, at, at one point in the season – Anderson was third. DJ Moore was seventh. Yeah, I mean, see, and that's Teddy Bridgewater. <laughs> I feel like, and and the coaching too. I mean, they did get Matt Rule, and there's a new coach. Yeah, um, I, th- I think it's looking good for your Panthers there, and the defense is still young. They're gonna yeah. they're gonna keep growing. Um, but the Falcons, man, are like proven guys. That's on that. Team. Yeah, right, right. And you know their offense has been good for the most part this year. Last last week was was a rough one, but the Saints just, I guess, pulled up their bootstraps and knew they had to keep the score low um, just in case Taysom Hill couldn't get 20-some points. But, yeah, um, yeah, the the Falcons are one that they, sh- they should be better than what they are. Yeah, um, definitely. But either way, I, the Ve- Vegas has been showing it week in and week out that they're a good team this year. Um, yeah. So, yeah, i got to stick with the Raiders on that one. Me too. Me too. Uh, and we have Cleveland at Jacksonville. Cleveland is six and a half point favorites. Jacksonville is starting Mike Glennon at quarterback. <laughs> um, <laughs> I got to go Browns. I think it's going to be a good game. Maybe depending on how Glennon does, but well, they do have um, James Robinson, who's yeah. I think I've bad talked him on past uh, podcasts, but he is what number? He's now number three in rushing yards. Yeah, it's uh, it's crazy. Hundred yards, but <laughs> but uh, he he's right up there. I mean, he's having a great year, a great rookie year. Um, but the other side has Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, so uh, I'm going to advantage Cleveland. And Cleveland's defense has been solid, um, which is Ogan kind of, yeah. Ogan Joby's going to get a sack. I hope. <laughs> um, but they're six and a half point favorites over Jacksonville. I think that's that's probably the biggest biggest spread this week. 
I uh, see one other, the six and a half, but should be uh should be an easier one for Cleveland. Um, you know, in Jacksonville, the weather will be nice, I'm sure. <laughs> so they should be able to get it done down there. All right. Uh, next up, Carolina and Minnesota. Minnesota had a good game against Dallas. Didn't finish it. Uh, Carolina had yeah. a good game against um, Detroit. Um, but Minnesota is three and a half point favorites over Carolina. Wow. Actually, kind of funny because I just switched it. Oh, you just switched it? <laughs> yeah, I just switched to who I'm picking. Because on my ESPN pick them, pick I had the Vikings at first, but I switched it to the Panthers. Okay, so you're going with, with your team there. Yeah, I, I think we're better than Dallas. I think the Panthers are better than Dallas. I mean, eh. I mean, kind of. <laughs> well, no, I'll give it to you. Carolina's defense is definitely better than Dallas. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I mean, think their offense is, is good enough to where their defense will make their offense better, if that makes sense. Like, it'll give them better field position. Yeah. Um, it, I mean, it's a team game. You know, the special teams, defense, offense. So if your defense does really well, you're gonna get the ball more on offense. I mean, so that's that's what you gotta do. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I'm, you know what? I'm gonna go Carolina on this one. I told you yeah. I picked Carolina because you picked the Titans. <laughs> so um, I, I was kind of thinking about like this: if the Panthers' defense shows up like they did against Detroit, which is oh, a man. different offense, though. Yeah, it's it is a different offense. But if they do, if they show up like they did against Detroit, then the Panthers can do it. Yeah, I can see the Vikings will be throwing Dalvin Cook at you, uh, yeah. Justin Jefferson at you. Yeah. Um, Adam Thielen, I think, is on the COVID list, so you might be okay yep. there. Um, yeah. I think Kyle Rudolph, is he still out there? He's a pretty good tight end. Yeah, he's out there too. So, so I don't know. It's going to be a good game. Weapons, but, um, yeah. you know, but like you say, I mean, I think the Panthers' defense are – they're good enough to do it. It's it's just will they do it? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but I, I'm gonna stick with them, Carolina. I'll, I'll go with that. All um, right. Going into Minnesota and hopefully coming home with a win. Yep. Hopefully. Um, <laughs> yeah. Next one. This is also a six and a half point spread. Miami over the New York Jets. Yeah, I'm going Miami. They turn it back around. Yeah, this is a good game to uh, – it's either going to be a trap where, like, they think, oh, well, we got this, we'll bounce back, and they lose, or they're going to be like, all right, we got to get this one done. This is an easy one. Let's get in, get out, go home. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go Miami on this one as well, but they definitely do not need to sleep on the Jets because um, they, they're right there in some games. Yeah, yeah. Jets could easily surprise them, surprise them and win, but – I think I think the Dolphins are safe and should win this one. Yeah, six and a half point favorites. That's that's pretty good. Uh, pretty yeah, good spread for Miami there. Yeah. Uh, next up we have Giants at Cincinnati, and I think without Burrow, Cincinnati's just kind of dead in the water. This will be a yep. pretty good one for the Giants. I'm also trying to win that division. Giants have have shown moments of looking like a contender for that division, which I know is. Not a uh, not a typical NFC East division, but it's it's looking looking pretty good for the Giants. I would say I, I feel like the Eagles are the only one that's that I feel like the Eagles don't have a shot. Really, they they really got to change some stuff for me to kind of feel like they're the division winner. Yeah, um, but Giants are coming up. Uh, Washington's been doing better. 
And um, Cowboys have been, you know, really turning around uh, these past couple games. Yeah. Uh, but the Giants, I think, should take this one um, in Cincinnati. Yep, I think so, too. Without Burrow, it's going to be rough. Yeah, no Burrow, <laughs> no Mixon. I mean, I I, I just don't I, – I don't see how, they, how Cincinnati can take care of it. I don't either, man. Uh, this has Baltimore and Pittsburgh listed at 1.15 p.m. That's not a yep. – uh, I don't know if that's set final. It um, is. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, yeah. Uh, so one one fifteen. That's kind of a weird start time. But um, four point favorites Pittsburgh. And after seeing Baltimore, I mean they played a good game. I like J.K. Dobbins. They have some good players out there. But man, is hearing how they were after the game was just uh, that. That's bad to see in a team. And, and Pittsburgh is yeah. an undefeated team. This is a rivalry as well. Like a legit every year rivalry, yeah. And, uh, you know Pittsburgh's gonna go want to win that one uh, for sure and continue going undefeated. Um, so I'm gonna go with Pittsburgh on that. They'll be at home. Um, they're they're just looking like a better team. They're probably a little ticked off that they got all prepared <laughs> for Thursday and now they got to wait till Sunday because of some coronavirus cases. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna go with Pittsburgh on that one. Yeah, I'm going Pittsburgh too. Uh, like you said, the Ravens just not a good showing. You don't want to do that. You don't want to say that stuff. Yeah, which I mean, they do need it. I feel like they need it more than Pittsburgh. Um, yeah. So they should really be coming out. We got to win this, boys. We got to do it. But I don't. I don't yeah. know. I don't feel it with them. Um, I don't since, since last week. I just it's it doesn't it doesn't seem right with them. They're not you know really fighting like like the Ravens I've watched before do. You know, like they're a yeah. never give up organization. Yeah, and, it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me if they missed the playoffs. Yeah, and they can now because I mean the Browns are above them. Uh, they're yeah. six and four. Uh, like the Raiders are six and four. Raiders are looking like a better team than Baltimore right now. Yeah, I didn't think I'd be saying that at the start of the year, but <laughs> right. Uh, I mean, it's that's the way it's looking. And then there's I think it's a couple different six and four, five and five, you know, teams in there. So yeah, it's possible. Yeah, so they they could miss out, and um, yeah, and this one is one that one they should lose. So it's kind of they're definitely the underdogs, and you come in underdog attitude, and and win it if you know they want to keep moving. Yep. Uh, but next up, we have San Francisco at L.A. L.A. should take this one pretty easily. They're six and a half point favorites. Um, I, I do I still want San Francisco to do better because they have some playmakers on on the field still. Yeah, um, but defense is is not and good. Get, and the and Rams they're getting two back. Them. They're getting two running backs back. Jeff Wilson and Raheem Mostert, I think, is coming back. Yeah, or they're I mean, being, or they're being activated off of IR or something like that. Oh, it's okay. one of those things. And I don't know that I'd want to come back and play the Rams and Aaron Donald. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, first day <laughs> back, but. <laughs> Um, the the total they also have on here, uh, the total is 45 points, they're saying. So they'll combine for 45, which is kind of low. Maybe 35 to 10, 27, 18 or some kind of weird score. But yeah, um, I, I think Rams have it. They'll be at home. Uh, San Francisco's defense is, is struggling. Um, I think their offense is, is okay, but the Rams' defense is really good. So I think Rams beat them on both sides and uh, yeah. should come up with a win there. Yeah, I think so, too. I think the Rams should take this one. All right, then we have New Orleans at Denver, and I know the NFC South fans are hoping that that mile-high <laughs> altitude will hit New Orleans. 
Uh -huh. But New Orleans is a six-point favorite in Denver. It projects another kind of lower score, uh, 43.5 total. So, I mean, that's like a 21, 21, 22, maybe that'll be the score. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, New Orleans is the favorite. Um, Denver did do okay last week. Um, but I got to go Saints on that one. I think they get it done. Yeah, I think the Saints would get it done. The Broncos could surprise us if they play like they did against, um, I forget who uh, they played Mi against. Miami. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If they play against, if they play like that but better, I think they could get it done. But I think the Saints. And see, picking. really, Taysom Hill is kind of comparable to, um, to Tua. I mean, that's yeah. a running quarterback, small guy. Um, yep. They'll probably do kind of similar things that uh, Miami did. So uh, maybe Denver's, you know, kind of prepared there. Um, yeah. You know, Miami didn't really have a, a Michael Thomas or an Alvin Kamara on their on their team. But, <laughs> yeah. You know, but uh, and De and New Orleans' defense has been really good um, past past couple weeks, I believe. But, yeah, I mean, New Orleans is a favorite. They're, they're a playoff team looking like even without Drew Brees at quarterback. Um, so I'm, I'm going to go Saints, but – kind of rooting for Denver. I think that'd be cool uh, for Denver yeah. to get another win there against a really good opponent. Yeah. Yep. Uh, then the last Sunday afternoon game, we have Kansas City at Tampa Bay. Kansas City is only three and a half point favorite. And I got to say Kansas City. I, I think Tampa's defense is a good yeah. defense, but their offense has been, it's been pretty yeah. bad. Um, yeah. This is the game that I hope is on TV because I just want to watch it. <laughs> I, I think it is. I checked uh, here. We're going to be getting uh, Titans and Colts and um, Panthers, Panthers Minnesota, and I think the the Kansas City Tampa Bay one should be the Tony Romo game that he'll be calling on CBS. Yep, so I believe that should be on oh. CBS with uh, Tony. That's actually the only CBS late game <laughs> of the oh, day. So. Well, cool. Uh, that'll be fun to watch. Yeah, so that'll be a good one there, and we we should be able to. I think we'll all three. We'll have all three of the same games this week. It's kind of crazy. Well, cool. Because <laughs> uh, those of you that don't know, we're on opposite sides of North Carolina, so sometimes <laughs> I get I get a different game than he gets, uh, which is yeah. really weird. Uh, Sunday night game, um, Chicago at Green Bay. Green Bay is seven and a half point favorites. I think I heard that Trubisky might be starting this game. We don't really know yet. I don't know, but uh, David Montgomery's back. I don't think it'll really matter who's starting at quarterback <laughs> for Chicago. Uh, but it would be cool. I, I really hope Chicago wins it because, you know, that makes yeah. it more interesting in the NFC, uh, you know, making it tougher there, more balanced uh, with the Packers coming down a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I think the Packers should win that one that, you know, at home. You know, it's all that stuff. Seven and a half point favorite. So that's actually the biggest spread of the, of the week. Yeah. I, I'm picking um... – Green Bay. I think Trubisky is starting, I think. And David Montgomery is back from his concussion. Finally. Yeah, that's that's good. Um Yeah, it, it was he, he kinda missed what, two or three weeks because of a concussion, right? Yeah, it it, it was a while. Yeah. And then uh Cohen I think is he's out. Um running back for Chicago, but Yeah. Yeah, it's just I want I want the Bears to be a little bit better. Cause I, I like I like where everybody's like, you don't know who's going to win. Like, you want it to be tight. Yeah. And the Bears, I don't feel like it. I feel like Chicago, I mean, Green Bay is going to have it. Yeah, definitely. 
Um, then on to Monday Night Football to finish off the week. We have Seattle at Philadelphia. I feel like yeah, Seattle should Seattle. win this one. <laughs> Seattle. Yeah, four and a half point favorites kind of makes me think, oh, well, maybe maybe not. That's kind of closer than I would have thought. But, um, yeah, Seattle's got to win that one. I, they're, they're at the top of their division, and Philadelphia is too, but, you know, it's like a five-win difference. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, between the two of them. Yeah, uh, I'm picking Seattle with that one. I'm kind of looking up something, sorry. <laughs> okay, go ahead if you get something there. No, I'm looking up something that kind of was like breaking news that I didn't really read into. But, um... Oh, the PlayStation 5 just came out. I gotta get that, man. 9 o'clock <laughs> was when it's supposed to happen. Wait, what? Oh, it's at Walmart. Let me... No, it's... Nah, I missed it again. <laughs> I just really badly want a PlayStation 5. Anybody listening to this, I will pay the full $500, $600, whatever it is. Send it to me. DM me, Burnett21 on on Twitter. Because I just, it was supposed to be at 9 o'clock. 9 o'clock on Walmart, which I think Friday they're going to have more um, more sales. I have looked like a fool 20 different times trying to get a PS5. It's ridiculous. But no, I was looking looking at, uh, apparently the Cowboys' strength and conditioning coach died. Oh, yeah, I meant to mention that. That was, that's that's a wild week, man. And then they got to turn around and play tomorrow. Like, you know, it it was one, but I don't think they even said what the cause was. They just kind of ruled out COVID. Yeah, it's pending right now. Yeah. But apparently he was at the headquarters and experienced something and just yeah, passed away really sad man because i mean he's a he's a strength and conditioning coach so i was thinking well what could have happened to him yeah right you know like he's he's the most prepared for all this the most healthy probably the healthiest coach on the on the field yeah um, I, I, I thought i saw that earlier where they closed the uh facility on tuesday and i was like huh that's kind of weird I wonder why they did that. And then that came out. I was like, oh, that's why they did that. That's what I was looking up. (laughs) Yeah. That's uh, crazy. He actually, I think he died today, uh, which it's Wednesday, the 25th. (laughs) Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's, he was only 50 some years old. He's been coaching 20 some years, played in the league four years. Yeah. Uh, Crazy. But yeah, it was kind of sad to see that, especially, you know, all things going on and, and the Cowboys, you're trying to have a Thanksgiving game, which is a you know always a fun game, a big deal with the Cowboys. But uh, yeah, man, it's, it's just sad. Crazy. Things keep happening this year. Yeah, um, I do want to mention uh, college basketball. We'll talk about this kind of the outro. We talk about other sports. <laughs> um, the college basketball started tonight, Wednesday, November 25th, 2020. Our Charlotte 49ers didn't get to play because. Uh, Rick Barry, uh, Rick Barnes for the uh, for Tennessee, uh, their coach tested positive for uh, COVID, and Charlotte was supposed to play them in a tournament in in University of Tennessee, so that whole thing got canceled. But they'll be playing Friday this weekend. They'll be hosting a tournament yeah. in Charlotte, so that's pretty cool. Oh yeah, um, Carolina played today. They won seventy nine to sixty over College of Charleston. So college basketball is back. <laughs> it's, it's weird without fans, but it's you know it's nice to see um, see those guys get to play. Uh, yeah, and all this mess. Got some NASCAR news too. Uh oh, go ahead, go ahead. 
looks like uh, people are preparing for the Chili Bowl this year. Uh, I think Kyle Larson is starting to rub off on the old Hendrick guys over there because Chase Elliott's running the Chili Bowl for the first time. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, man, look look at old (laughs) Hendrick. He's he's gotten soft now. Let let him run dirt. But it's kind of funny because I was like, I know why he's wanting to run the Chili Bowl is to get some dirt experience for Bristol. Yeah, for real, yeah. (laughs) Are they adding, didn't you say they were adding another dirt track? Or no, you thought it was a dirt track. They added, oh, you got me, me, yeah, it was a dirt truck race. You got me mixed up on this. Uh, Knoxville is is a dirt track. And, And that's for the trucks. Yeah, so they're going there instead of Eldora this year. Yeah, um, which looks, looks pretty cool. I mean, I, I think it'd be cool if they kind of did a different track for dirt yeah. each year. Yeah, um, that could be something cool they do with NASCAR. I don't know if that's in their plans, but that'd be something to look into for them. Yeah, something I think that may be in NASCAR's plans, and they're kind of testing it with uh, Bristol Dirt, is Eldora for the Cup Series. Yeah, I mean. I think I've heard before where they thought, ah, that probably wouldn't work with the, you know, the splitters and stuff. I'm like, it works with the trucks. I mean, yeah, yeah, right? you could you know, slow them down or something. Just raise it up. Yeah. <laughs> Put some uh, dirt tires on. Yeah, right. But, but yeah, uh, it, it's it's going to be interesting if they do more dirt, more like more different things you can do. Because, um, I mean, there's, there's you know, dirt guys that would juggle on oval, on asphalt guys. And vice yeah. versa, like you, you don't, you're not real racers because you don't race the way we do. Well, now yeah. NASCAR is opening up where guys are racing all different types, and and that's cool to see. And I think Larson's a big part of that. Yeah, I still think Larson's gonna win Bristol Dirt. I hope so, <laughs> man. And I hope we're there to see it. I hope I hope fans can get back in the at the tracks yeah. and see the stuff. Yeah, if, if fans are there, I think the point is we're gonna be there, and you know. We'll be there for it. <laughs> yeah, we'll be in section uh, 431 at Bristol Motor Speedway. <laughs> but, uh, speaking of trucks, uh, John Hunter Nemechek went to Kyle Busch Motorsports. Yeah, I, I still don't understand why he left his cup ride. To, I mean, it's a good truck ride going to KBM, but why would you like? Why would you leave a cup ride where you did decent and then go back yeah. and go all the way down to truck again? Yeah, he must have something in the works or planning for next year with the new car or something i'm not sure yeah, i don't know maybe sponsors or something or uh, yeah I, I don't know but who who'd they get to replace him in the cup they haven't they haven't yet so haven't he announced kinda, he kind of did it by surprise he's like all right i'm i'm a head out <laughs> yeah pretty much um ryan truex has a cup ride i mean not not cup truck ride with nice Nice Motorsports driving the 40. That it was kind of funny how they announced it because they put it on the grill, then top left, bottom right. They moved it all over the place on the picture. <laughs> nice. It was oh, kind of nice. funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah um, they, they added somebody else too, or they add a car, uh, I mean a truck to that team. Um, there were different numbers, I thought. I'm not quite sure what they did there. But yeah, so that's all I got for NASCAR. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, a lot of stuff happening there. Um, and then and next year they change the schedule up and stuff. It's gonna it's, it's gonna be fun to watch. And then you got the new car coming. Um, Definitely, NASCAR's got some stuff in the works that I think it's gonna be fun to see. 
I'm still looking forward to uh, how the Hamlin Michael Jordan team's going to go. Yeah. Uh, 2311 or, or whatever they're calling it. That's going to be. I think that's cool to add a, a big name owner um, to the oh, league. Definitely. You know? I mean, that gives more exposure. Um, so, I mean, that, that's cool to see there. Yeah, I agree. Let's definitely. Any other news? Let's see. Baseball, there's still some trading free agency rumors out. I don't think anything new since last time has, has kind of come out. Yeah, up. nothing really that I've seen. Just same old stuff, you know? Yeah. And uh, NBA, they've had they've had some wild trades. I don't even know if it's all confirmed yet. Uh, <laughs> Good Lord. We may have to make a separate uh, pod for basketball if we really wanted to go into all that. Uh, Gordon Hayward going to the Hornets, though. That could yeah. be good or bad. We don't know. <laughs> yeah, and see, I, I saw today, I think it was, um, they're, they're trying to do a sign-and-trade deal to kind of get rid of Nick Batum's money that, yeah. um, that they have in him. I don't know how that's going to work. I think the worst scenario that could happen is um, they would have to pay over a certain amount of years or something, like yeah. break it up over a certain amount of years. So, I mean, that's... That's not the end of the world, especially if Gordon Hayward turns out to be a stud. Yeah, right. Like he can do. He can be that guy. Yeah, he's just got to stay healthy. Yeah. Yep. Um, let's see. Any other sports? <laughs> Soccer. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> Premier League, man. My Chelsea Blues are doing okay. They're not winning the league, but they're like third. <laughs> oh man, but we just love sports here um, up in <laughs> section 431. We want to talk about it all, but we're not really experts at, on anything. We just like having fun with you guys <laughs> and, and giving our opinion. Uh, but yeah, if you if you like us, uh, tell your friends. Uh, like us on um, on whatever platform you're on, Spotify. We're gonna eventually get on YouTube. We'll yeah. figure it out. I think I can um, turn this into a video and put it on there. All right. I just have to uh, just have to do it, and I did set up a Facebook page. I haven't invited anybody. I've just been kind of making sure I have it there. Um, may may actually make you like a admin on it, Travis, so you can uh, post things. We'll probably share different stories we see on there. Um, and yeah, invite all the people. Stuff. Yeah, if you're on here, go join that. If you're in Facebook, we may make a Twitter account too for it, um, so we can kind of get to know who our listeners are and you know see see what you guys want us to talk about stuff like that that would be where you could suggest it um yep but yeah tell 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 your friends uh rank us we're not like we're, we're doing this for fun but it would be kind of <laughs> cool to see you know how many people what people actually think of us make us feel better you know what i mean yeah <laughs> <laughs> but uh that, that'll just about do it for this week um appreciate yep. it again all the listeners um appreciate uh, appreciate y'all Travis for talking me into this. It's been kind of fun doing it each week. Um, and we, we were tried it before. Yeah, we did. We did do a YouTube. Uh, go back and look on webcast. Look up webcast on YouTube. Uh, scroll <laughs> down a little bit. We used to do pick them stuff, and we had what was it like a fifteen minute uh, limit? Uh, I think it was either fifteen or thirty, and we had to cram everything into it. <laughs> right. 
like you hear us now we're able to talk like an hour and a half <laughs> yeah like if you're if you're still here we appreciate the mess up you but uh but yeah it was like uh we used some kind of screen capture thing did like a slideshow and talked yeah. over it you, you go check that out it's good good stuff uh over at webcast on youtube um but yeah we, we've kind of broadened it a little bit we talk a little more because we have more time to talk about it and uh a better platform here with the, with the podcast and get it out to more people definitely um, so yeah man uh, follow us on on twitter um find we actually share it on twitter uh, you can probably just look section 431 we're probably the only thing that posts that yeah um, we're on itunes we're on all that stuff so uh thanks again everybody and we will see you next time yep happy thanksgiving oh yeah happy thanksgiving <laughs> see you guys <laughs> see you Thank you.